I feel good. Yeah, I don't know why he wasn't doing splits and stuff out here. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, continuing our series vibe and the vibes that you listen to, that you focus on have power, a lot of power. And some of the vibes are good and some aren't so good. And the fact is vibes influence your life. They influence your attitude. They determine your direction in life. And what consumes your, your mind tends to control your life. Wow, I feel good. You know, you get that in your head, it's hard to not feel good. And the fact is, your life will generally move in the direction of your strongest thought. And so our focus today is really important because we live in this um, chronically negative world. And with all this negativity around us, it, I believe it can be really um, discouraging and it can kind of become a weight in your life. And the fact is, if you're not careful, it will define you. And uh, I've thought about the vibes. I mean, this stuff starts when we're young, doesn't it? It happens when you don't get picked for the team. And what happens? You start thinking, well, I'm not good enough. And for, for some, not, that not getting picked and, and realizing they got stuff to work on, it, it kind of fuels them in their life. But other people, it, it defeats them because they just keep playing it over and over and over. I am not sure we totally understand the psychological implications of social media on people and their psyche and, and how they operate and live. The, in fact, I'll be honest with you, my heart hurts for our young people today because many of them have given social media an unbelievable amount of power in their lives. And the fact is they, they post something or, you know, they send a pic out or video. And within seconds, what happens, they're either encouraged or discouraged. The, the fact is instantly they, they assess things. They, they are able to look and go, you know what, I'm not as popular as someone else. And it's all based on uh, how many positive comments they get, how many followers they have. The, the fact is they kind of tally the, the data, so to speak. You know, and they go, oh, I only got one heart and a couple thumbs up and a smiley face. But the f- fact is they, they conclude something that's not necessarily true. Many of them will conclude they, the fact is that they don't matter. Nobody else cares. And that data, if you're not careful, it just echoes. And there's something I've figured out is the data skewed. It is not trustworthy at all, but it's discouraging nonetheless. And it can, can kind of overwhelm. Yeah, so then, then we grow up, all right, and we think, okay, I'll be done with this. The fact is there's more negativity in there. You know, you make a presentation at work and, and you think you did a good job and then you find out your boss was very disappointed. You didn't meet his expectations or her expectations. Then, then you go home and, and your spouse picks at you. 
you visit your parents or your in-laws, you find out you don't know how to parent. Um, and, you know, my, my point is this. It is easy to hear negative things and get discouraged in life. And it's easy to, to feel incredibly low because of it. You know, and then, then you go on social media again, and uh, you look, and a good friend, uh, they, they just went on their second vacation, or somebody else is buying a new home. or I mean, it, these things get in your head in ways that they shouldn't, but they do. And so we, we take that stuff and allow it to impact us. It gets in your head. You know, see a post, somebody had a party, didn't invite you. And all of a sudden you feel unimportant, you know, overlooked. And, and some of it's just like common things in, in life. You know, and, and it is amazing to me how those negative thoughts, they just, they just echo. It seems like a normal day. And all of a sudden you're discouraged. And so my question is, what vibes are you listening to in your life? You know, are, are you surrounded by all this negativity, which we are? How, how do you stay positive? And I believe it is imperative that, that we focus on God's word so that God can renew our minds so that we can stay positive. So we can go, I feel good. I feel good. And so today I want to talk about the importance of encouragement. You know, Christ followers... We are called by God to be encouragers. We are called by God to build up those around us. You know, we're, we're called to make this world a better place because this world tears people down. But I believe one of the greatest things we can do is encourage someone and build them up. You know, Paul, Paul writes this in uh, 2 Corinthians. He says, when we arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for us. We faced conflict from every direction with battles on the outside and fears on the inside. Anybody feel like that? You know, battles on the outside, fears on the inside, negativity all, all around. It gets in your mind. You start going, oh, no, what's coming next? You know, we're going to make it through this. But Scripture says this. It says, but God... All right, in the midst of the battles, God speaks to us. But God, who encourages those who are what? Those that are discouraged, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. God encourages those who are discouraged. That's a fact. I mean, today, some of you may be hurting, some of you may be in a, a struggle in your life. You're battling something. You're, you're facing some challenge. Some of you may feel like things are hopeless in your life, but I want you to know God, God loves to encourage the brokenhearted, those that are discouraged in life. And so God encourages Paul by, by sending him a brother in Christ by the name of Titus. Now, if you don't know Titus, Titus was known for being an encourager. Christ followers. I want you to realize that we all have spiritual eyes. You know, and when you have spiritual eyes, you can see things 
and look at a situation and what many would go, oh, that's a coincidence. Because you see things differently. You can look at the same situation and go, you know what? God's working. God's speaking in that. Paul, Paul knew that Titus wasn't a coincidence in his life, that God sent him at the right time and the right moment. And I believe when you pursue God in your life, God will send people to encourage you when you need it the most. That's how God works. And I'd encourage you to be an encourager of those around you. You know, the power of a simple word can change someone's life, change their trajectory, change their day. I was watching uh, the NFL games uh, this past weekend, and um, they, anybody watch the Bills and the Chiefs? Yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game, but early on, the Chiefs wide receiver, uh, uh, McCole um, Hardman, he ended up uh, muffing a punt on his three-yard line that resulted in a turnover and a really easy touchdown for, for the Buffalo Bills. And what most don't, don't know is that, you know, he, he went off the field. If you weren't paying attention, he, he went straight off the field, and he went over, sat on the bench, and covered himself up with those big jackets that they've got. And you could tell he's just devastated. Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs, went straight over. He, he takes the, the jacket off of him, and he just leans into him, and he says, Hey, McCall, McCall, look at me. Look at me. We good. We good. Be you. And then he said something very important. He said, you're going to make a play in this game. And he repeated it to him. And then he said, let's go. And it was a powerful moment. Those words of encouragement were huge. In fact, if you watch the game, you know that Hardman returned to the game. 50-yard run, a touchdown. Friends, he did not allow that. I mean, it was a devastating mistake, but it didn't define him that game. And I, I would argue because of encouragement from, from Patrick and encouragement from some of the others on his team. Friends, I cannot begin to tell you how many times personally God sent someone into my life you know, and and encouraged me. And I can't tell you how many times God has prompted me, put somebody on my mind. And for seemingly no reason, God says, so-and-so. And and so I've learned, I just pick up the phone and make a call or once in a while on a Sunday morning, God will prompt me, someone, and I'll just go to him. I have no idea what I'm doing at this point. But I'll, I'll track someone down, and, and I'll just say to him, you've been on my mind. I just thought about you, and I thought I'd give you a call. I don't know what's going on, but I believe God wants you to know that he knows what's going on. And it's interesting, because I get all kinds of reactions to that. But almost always, not, not sometimes people are just shocked, like, you know, but the fact is, we usually step away from that conversation and, and they feel like God spoke to them somehow in that. 
even though I'm clueless. <laughs> I mean, it's a, very, it's a very cryptic conversation sometimes. But there's encouragement in that. All of you, all of you, every person here, you have the eyes to see. You have the ears to hear. You have the ability to lean in and not only receive encouragement from God, not only, but to be the voice of encouragement in somebody's life in a significant way. You have the ability to build up the people around you in this world that wants to tear them down. You know, encouragement sometimes happens. Many of you have had this experience. You're uh, reading through the Bible. You read a scripture. And have you ever had that sense of it just resonates with you? It's, what, it's exactly what you needed to hear that morning or that afternoon. And you're like, wow, that's exactly what I needed. I can't believe that's in the Bible. Friends, I would encourage you to, to allow God to, to speak to you that way. You know, it's a, those times you get encouraged. You ever get a text out of the middle of nowhere? Someone sends you a note and they go, I'm praying for you. I'm believing in you. You can do it. And what happens? You're encouraged. It puts a step. And as you're walking it, it picks you up. It peps you up. You could call it a coincidence. You can. Or you could realize it's a gift from God. You know, when there's trouble, when there's a battle on the outside and fear on the inside, God encourages those who are discouraged in life. You see, I believe one of the greatest things that we can do is be people that encourage others daily. The fact is, uh, I believe that's a good vibe, and I believe it's a God vibe. And I believe it makes immense difference in people's lives. The Hebrew writer writes, but encourage one another daily. How often? Oh, come on now. How often? Daily. As long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. All right. How often are we to encourage? Daily. As long as it's today, we should be about encouraging. Every single day, you should allow God to use you to encourage someone. You should go out of your way to be that voice of encouragement in people's lives. You know, maybe, maybe you, it's so outside of you, you got to start and go, okay, I'm going to encourage three people today. And you just do it. You just do it. If you think something good, you should say it. You owe it to the people around you to say it. Do not rob the people. You are robbing them. You are stealing from them when you are not a voice of encouragement in their life. You know, again, when you think it, say it. Get to it. Do it. Share it. Be about it in your life. The writer of Proverbs says, Do not withhold good from those for whom it's due when it is in your power to do it. God wants to use you to make a difference in someone's life today. God wants to use you in a significant way to make this world a better place. I mean, don't you think it'd be a better place if everybody was doing it? 
We, we live in this world, all its negativity, trying to tear people down. Well, what if we all decide we're going to build everybody up? But it's a choice you have to make each and every day. It does not happen by accident. You, you have to decide, are, are you going to be a person that is an encourager? Or are you going to be a person that's a discourager in life? And I know some of you are thinking, well, I'd, I'd just like to not do either one. Now hear me. Do not deceive yourself. Decide to set something out. When you know you can do good and you don't do it, it's sin. Flat out. We are to actively and deliberately to be people that encourage. Think of ways that you can be that person. You know, at work, school, neighborhood, at home, at church. You can be that person. If there's a way to do it, do it and say it and get to it. And we are to not only encourage people daily in our lives, but we are to encourage others spiritually in our lives. And I want you to listen very carefully because there's some that that think, oh, what encouragement is, is you encourage anything and everything. No, that's not true. The, The fact is, we are not to encourage people in sin. Now, other side... We are not to pot shot people. We're not to spend our time pointing out all their flaws. That is not our job either. But the fact is, we are to encourage them spiritually in ways that will help them grow, that will help them reach their full God-given potential, that, that will help them in their faith, help them move forward in their faith. And it's what Paul, Paul he was writing to uh, Christians in, in Rome. He said, one of the things I've always prayed for is an opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I've longed to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gifts that will help you grow strong in the Lord. We're to encourage people around us, help them grow in their faith. We're we're to cheer for them, you know, and say things that actually will strengthen them and spur them on in, in their faith. But Paul goes on in the next verse. He says, when, when we get together, see, he's going to get to it. I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. As you encourage, guess what happens? you are encouraged. As you build up, as you build other people up spiritually, guess what happens? You get built up spiritually in your life. I think one of the greatest things that happens on a Sunday morning around here happens before and after service. You know what happens? God's people encouraging each other, building each other up, you know, given that word of encouragement and what I call things of God. It's one of the reasons we gather as a community of faith. You know, that's one of the problems with if you're just just online. You, you don't get that. 
See, Satan, Satan's pretty tricky. He, he's our spiritual enemy. And the fact is, he beats us down sometimes. He beats you up. He's got an agenda. He's going to steal, kill, destroy. And when he isolates you, which that is his game, to isolate Christians, get them away from the community of faith, get them away from that encouragement, what happens when you're kind of hit and miss with church? You're very, very vulnerable to a thing called discouragement. The fact is we need each other. I need you. You need me. You need the person next to you. We need one another so we can encourage one another and build our faith. Hebrew writer says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. Let me read that. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Do not neglect getting together in worship, in the atrium. I see people out in the parking lot encouraging one another. People in classes and small groups encouraging one another. You go over to the zone, kids and, and youth encouraging one another. Why? Why? Because as we gather, we, that's what we're to do. We're to, we're to encourage and what happens is the encouragement spills into other areas of our life from that. I was kind of going through an exercise uh, this past week, and I, I just was thinking about people that have encouraged me. And I, and I realized I have been immensely blessed in my life with the, the people that, that were willing to, to encourage. And I, I just started seeing all the faces of people that have encouraged me through the years. And it was a little bit overwhelming. You know, when I think of those moments that, that I needed it most and somebody stepped into my life. You know, those, those words that they had, that they said to me that kept me moving forward, you know, that blessed me when I, when I had a lot of self-doubt or brokenness or I was dealing with fear or shame. And they just, they pulled me aside and said, you need to know this. And they spurred me in my faith. They kept me going. They touched my heart in a significant way. And I was thinking about, without that encouragement, I mean, who, who knows what would happen? I don't. But I needed it. And can I, I I'm going to suggest this to you. The fact is, when you encourage others, and sometimes you have friends that aren't, aren't Christians, or, you know, you don't even know where they're at with their faith, but... You can encourage people spiritually in ordinary things. You really can. And I'll give you examples. Uh, uh, for instance, uh, some of you may have a, a child that they're really good at something, but I'll say, let's just say they're really good at art for their age, you know. As a, as a parent, you could say, oh, wow, you did a really good job. That, that is a really nice picture. That's Okay. But let me suggest something a little bit better. Wow, that is a beautiful picture. God has gifted you with a talent. You should keep working on that talent. See the, see the shift? Not big. 
Maybe somebody at work gets a gets a raise or a promotion that that you know, and, and you go, man, I'm so glad. And so you catch him and go, you've really deserved that. Uh, yeah, that's okay, but you could take it up a notch. Way to go! You were faithful with the talents and the opportunities God gave you. And God's given you more to do now. It's a shift, isn't it? It's taking what seems to be ordinary and it brings a God element to it. And all of a sudden you're encouraging them spiritually in ways that only God can can speak. We need to be those people. Now, there's one more way you can encourage, and this one may surprise some of you, but encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, the fact is, this is something really important um, to learn as a Christian, that there are times that you have to encourage yourself in God. You know, there's an a Old Testament uh, verse, and I've always loved the story, but the context, David's kind of freaking out in his life and there's trouble on the outside and fear inside of him and people are trying to kill him they want to stone him actually and the the fact is the in the midst of that scripture says this but David encouraged himself and the Lord has God see every now and then there there's a, a moment in your life when you need to encourage yourself in God you need to uh, allow God to speak through you, actually. You know, when uh, negativity is overwhelming you, when, when voices of discouragement are, are tearing you down, when, when you feel weak and, and beaten, that, you know, you've got the trouble outside and you've got all this anxiety and fear inside of you, you need to encourage yourself in God. You need to allow God to speak into your life but you've got you to gotta become that voice. You know, start saying things like, I know God will get me through this. I have no idea how, but I know God will get me through. Or, or you take scripture. That's why it's so important to memorize some scripture. You know, and you just say, if God is for me, who can be against me in this? You know, the, the Lord is my helper. I will have no fear. I'll take the next step and the next and the next because I know God's going to help me. And friends, when you take Scripture and you internalize it and you start quoting it to yourself pretty soon, what you're doing, you're encouraging yourself in the Lord. It, you allow it to, to encourage you in your faith, to, to help you stand strong. You know, some of you ought to, ought to keep a journal. I, I say this often, but it's not that difficult. You know, each day you write four or five lines. I mean, how difficult is that? Put a date on it. You know, and basically you just write about what, what is going on in your life, uh, uh, what you're thinking about, what, what's troubling you, you know, what you're struggling with or what you're praying about. And then what you do is, you know, every couple weeks you look back, look back in your journal. It is, the longer it gets, you can flip way back in your journal. You, what you will find is as you look at your notes, look at the, the journal and you see different dates and you go, oh man, I, I remember that. God answered my prayers. 
You know, I, I never thought I, I was going to get through that. That was a horrible time. But God helped me. Wow. I, I, I never thought about it till just now, but God brought a lot of really good things into my life through that terrible experience. And what happens is you start looking back and you see God working and that thing that w- was so difficult, God actually uses it to encourage you. He'll do that. Those things that you wrote, that you were struggling with, become a source of encouragement in your life. And it's huge. The fact is, God will encourage you. You You've got to become that, that source, though. And what happens is, you see enough of those things, you're going, whoa, I feel good. It picks you up. You're like, I'll be okay. If you do it long enough, okay, it doesn't happen right away, but you do this long enough, here's what will happen. That, that present trouble, that, that thing that, that's stressing you out, distressing you inside, they lose their power. Why? Well, I think partly you become more confident in your life. Not because of who you are. No, you become more confident because you know God can be trusted. You know that God will work in the situation, that God will see you through whatever it is you're going through. And here's what I know. Some of you came here today troubled, worried, Some of you have got a lot of anxiety. Some of you may be really weighed down this morning. All the negativity. All all those voices of um, discouragement. They've just become heavy. And those voices echo, don't they? You can't make it. You can't do that. You can't fix it. See, trouble outside comes fear inside. What do you do? Hmm. Embrace this truth. We serve a God who encourages those who are discouraged. Shift your focus. Quit listening to the negative voices. Encourage yourself in the Lord and encourage people around you because as you change your focus with God's help, you can overcome the negativity. You can overcome this world. You can overcome whatever it is that's dragging you down. It is the power of a God-given gift of encouragement in life. The fact is, God, God will help you. It's a powerful thing, isn't it? Encouragement. Be generous with it. Delve it out. When you leave here, encourage someone. When you get to work on Monday, encourage someone. You know, wherever you're at, be a voice of encouragement. You know, Scripture says this. It says, the generous will prosper. Those who refresh Others will themselves be refreshed. 
Those who encourage others will themselves be encouraged. It's something, it's something we need in life. Yeah, let, let, let's bow in a word of prayer. Our holy God, God, I pray your Holy Spirit would just whisper because I know there are people here today that are discouraged. They're in a struggle, a battle. There's fear and anxiety and worry. God, some it's just a negative voice that says you're not worth anything. For others, it's you're not going to make it through. God, whatever that negative voice is, Lord, I pray that um, your Holy Spirit would just whisper and say, I'm with you. I'm for you. I'll get you through this. And God, I also pray that every person here, that you would just press on us to be a voice of encouragement to those around us. We could change our, our schools. We could change our workplace. We could, we could change our community, our neighborhoods, our family. If we'd just people, be people that would encourage, we'd say it. We'd think something good, we'd blurt it out. We'd do it, whatever it is. God, help this church to be a place of encouragement. May our voices ring loud in this community. May we be a light. May we please you with what we say and do. We give you the glory and the praise this day and every day. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. God's people said, Amen. So we're going to close. We're trying to think of a way to be encouraging and this is the song. We want it to be our gift of encouragement to every person here. And um, that thing you're struggling with, kind of think about it as you're listening to this. <laughs>